Hey, this is Anthony Lambert, and I'm the minister at Salvation Ministries. Whether you just gave your life to the Lord recently, or have been following God for some time now, or you're just curious and wanting to find out more about a guy named Jesus, my prayer for you today is that if you only go away with at least one word, that it is the one you needed. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed the podcast. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon, whatever the case may be. Welcome to another edition of Salvation Ministries with Anthony Lambert. I am your host, Anthony Lambert. Thank you for tuning in to episode four. I pray that everyone has had a blessed and safe, wonderful day today. Uh, get right into it. Today, I just want to talk about worship. I feel like the Holy Spirit is just wanting me to challenge everyone today. So, say if... You may think, you know, you may go ask, come ask me what I, you know, what worship is, is to me, or you may go ask somebody else what worship is to them, and you might get, you know, several different answers, but they're all within, you know, all within the same. But if I come up to you, say if I come up to you, whether you know me or not, and I asked you, what is your worship life like? Or how strong I got it, or how strong is your worship game, as I put it? You know, what would you say? So I want to give you something to think about right here. Okay. Now, what if Jesus asked you, How important is worship and praise in your life? What would you say then? And I just want you to I want you to ponder on them too right there. You know, it's it's real easy to start slacking in that area. I mean, you get busy with everyday life. You know, if you have kids, you get busy taking, you know, if your kids play sports, you get busy taking your kids to different sporting events, uh, you know, their games and practices and what have you. Or, you know, you've, you know, different functions here or you got to run errands and you know you got these bills coming in and this bill coming in and you know you just getting stressed to the max you know and and that's and that's common you know i i I do it myself believe me and you know we just we start getting so busy with everyday life you know before we know it it can start well i'll 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 do a little bit when i get home you know i can't you know or do this or you know I'll, i'll I'll do it tomorrow, you know, you put off and well, I'll get busy, you know, do something else. But, you know, we'll start shrinking it down more and more. Or here's one that I've been guilty of myself. And it's very easy to get caught up doing this. And it is we get so busy trying to do as much as we can for the Lord, thinking that the more we do, the more impressed he would be with us and that and that praise and that worship time just for him that one-on-one time starts slowly 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 fading away you know i used to thank myself you know i used to play drums on a on a praise and worship team you know started out that and you know then i got to you know the lord uh called me to to preaching you know, and I started doing that, and I was doing both of them fine. 
before I knew it, I was picking up something else, trying to do it over here, the coming over here, and you know, and yeah, I volunteered to this and do this and this. And before you knew it, you just get overwhelmed and you can easily burn yourself out really quick. And you know, and I just, I almost got to that point to where I was burning myself out, you know. And hey, if the Lord ain't called you to do it, don't do it. He don't want to put no more on you and stress you out than he knows you need. You know, so if if, if you know for sure that the Lord has, has called you to do this one thing or whatever have you, do it. By all means, do it because I'm telling you, you'll, you'll never regret it. But don't think that just because, well, you know what, if I... You know, if I do this and do this and do this and you get a bunch of stuff on your, on the table, that it's going to press him even more. Because the Lord don't, don't want to burn you out and make you and drift away from him. So tonight I'll be reading out of the uh, New Living Translation. And the first verse tonight is 2 Kings chapter 17, 38 through 39. And it says, do not forget the covenant I have made with you and don't worship other gods. Rather, worship the Lord your God. It is he who will deliver you from the hand of all your enemies. It says right there, you know, that he wants us to worship him because he is the one that protects us from everything that tries to come against us. He's our provider, you know, our 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 protector, you know, he has our back and is there for us when nobody else is. You know, he created us to worship him and to do his good deeds here on earth to bring glory to heaven, to him. You know, it's just like, just like cheetahs are made to run or the stars are made to shine. Or the sun is made to give us light and to help things grow. We were made to worship, but not just worship, but to worship our our Father in heaven. Psalms 100, 1 through 5 says, Shout with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him, sing him with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving. Go into His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is God. His unfailing love continues forever, and His faithfulness continues to reach, continues to each generation. Excuse me. You know, and and to me. A perfect model of worship is heaven. You know, I just, I, I can't, I can't wait to the day to, you know, hey, do I get to go and be with my big brother Jesus and, and daddy God and, and just worship all, all day long. I mean, and just, to, you know, to be face to face with our maker, you know, and, and thank him for all he's done and for 
letting me come into the kingdom of heaven, you know, and getting to see everyone, all my loved ones, you know, and well, could you imagine the joy? You know, I, I kid around all the time with my wife, you know, I say, Hey, yeah, if the good Lord calls me, he's ready for me to come home. And I get a choice either come to heaven, come on to heaven or come back down here on earth. I said, I'm going to tell you right now. I said, I'm running wide open toward heaven. If I see Jesus standing there waiting on me, I said, he better be ready for me because I, I ain't walking to him. I said, I'm running. I'm running wide open. I ain't checking up. I said, they probably all be ready for you know, for me coming through that gate. I said, they, they, hey, they better get out the way because I'm coming. And I told my wife, I said, hey, you know, don't be sad for me. Be happy for me. Cause that, that, that's the, that's the, that's the, the main goal is to get closer to God and to get to heaven so we can be there with Him and to live with Him. So continue on. Revelation chapter seven, nine through 12 says, and this goes, goes back to, you know, Worship being a true, heaven being a true model of worship. It says, after this I saw a vast crowd, and I'm reading Revelation chapter 7, 9 through 12, I'm sorry. It says, and after this I saw a vast crowd, too great to count, from every nation and tribe and people and language, standing in front of the throne and before the Lamb. They were clothed in white robes and held palm branches in their hands. They were shouting, with great roar, with a great roar, but what can you imagine? Salvation comes from our God, who sits on the throne and from the Lamb. And all the angels were standing around the throne, and around the elders and the four living beings. And they fell before the throne, their faces to the ground, and worshipped God. They sang, "Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, and thanksgiving and honor and power and strength." Belong to our God forever and ever. Amen. I mean, can you? I I can't imagine. I I I try my best to to picture and imagine what heaven would be like. And no matter how hard I try, I don't think it will ever. I can't ever do it justice. You know, I just I know my. I'm going to see things my eyes have never seen before, you know, and, and, you know, like I said, get to see my loved ones and, and, and see my maker, the one who breathed breath in me, the one who knew me before I even had a name, you know, the one who not even, and this not just for me, this is for you too, you know, he knew already had our story written for us what he wanted was going to call us to do what great things he wanted us to do for him in the kingdom of heaven what talents he was going to bless us with to worship him with and, and to help bring lost souls to the kingdom of God but uh, I'm going to end tonight with a quick little story and it's a story about about this little water pot. 
So there was this boy in the village. And he had... So the boy would go down there and get them, and then the two crap, and the two pots, all right? So one of the pots was all, had cracks in it, wasn't as glamorous looking on the outside. You know, if you was to come up to it, you probably wouldn't, you probably, if you got to choose, you probably wouldn't choose that pot. Because, you know, well, who wants a crack pot that ain't going to, Hold water, you know, and all this. And his other pot, the only good pot he thought he had, was pretty. Didn't have a flaw in it on the outside or nothing. No cracks in it. Well, as a boy would go get water every day and walk back and forth, he would go down this same path every day. Well, this crack pot got sad. It started thinking to itself, I, you know, I, I just ain't no good for nothing. I don't know why he uses me. He carries me every time. And, you know, and, and, and the other pot over here beside me carries in his other hand. He fills it up with water. And when he gets back to the village, it's still full with just as much water as it had in it when he filled it up. And me, when he gets back, after he fills me up in the stream, I immediately start leaking, you know, and I don't have as much water left in me when we get back. And, you know, this pot would, this got sad, but the boy never would check up and stop carrying it. So as they kept on doing this day in and day out, the next, the next day, over and over as we would go, I started noticing as they've been walking up and down this well beaten down path, there's little flowers starting to pop up. A line of flowers. Grass was real green. And on the other side, it was still beaten down and dead. Grass was dead. There was no, you know, no, no wildflowers popping up over there. You know, it was just a dull looking. And the crack pot said to the, the full pot said, you know what? I wish I could be like you. You've got it all together. And the full pot said, what are you talking about? He said, you know, we go down here with the boy every day and you have just as much water in you when you get back as you did when he filled you up. Me. I don't hardly have no water left in me every time we get back, and I don't feel like I'm holding up my end of the deal. And he was just sad, down and out. He said to the full party, he said, you know what? The little boy just needs to put me down and not use me no more. I'm no good. The full party said, no good? What are you talking about, no good? He said, yeah, I, I, the crap. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm no good. I got cracks all in me. You see me. Nobody would want to would pick me up out of a row of pots. He said, full pot said, you're the most important one. You're the main one he wants to carry. He said, haven't you noticed just on your side of the, of the, of the path, the grass is, is green 
And on the other side, it's green too, because when we come, we come back the other way and it wouldn't be like it because you're watering the grass all the way back. And if it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be no wildflowers because all these seeds that these birds are getting and dropping here and there and that God's place here and there, you're not watering them along the way back to the village of where, where you're intended to go. You're not, you're, you're not, you're not touching them. He says, so see, you're way more important. You're doing a whole lot more than what you realize. Because you're watering all this vegetation on the way back. And if it wasn't for you, it would still be just as dead as it was. So the moral of that story, folks, is we all got cracks in us. We've all been through something or going through something right now. But don't think for a second, just because you may have cracks in you and you got flaws in you, that the Lord will not use you. Because trust me, he called on me. And I've got a bunch of holes and cracks and and nooks and crannies and, and you know, was a guy that would, you know, take a zero and 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 high school just so I wouldn't have to get up and talk in front of a bunch of people. And he ends up calling me to preach his word and help spread the good news for him and help bring lost souls to the kingdom of heaven. And I tell you what, friends, that's that's the best decision I ever made was saying yes. And ever since then I've made it a goal to when the Lord asks me to do something, no matter how crazy I think it is or how tough I might think it is, or if I may get too embarrassed to do something. God's already got it planned out. He's already took care of it. All you got to do is say yes to him, and he'll guide you right along. And I'm telling you, you won't regret a day of it. So, my friends, before we leave, as I said, I wanted to challenge you tonight. Let's up our praise and worship time and our praise and worship game for God. You know, if you're at church, hey, let's hey. If you don't if you don't lift your hands and, and praise the Lord during 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 worship service, try lifting one up. So what if nobody lifts their hands up? Hey. God's calling on you. Hey, pull that hand up. You'd be amazed that somebody else is just waiting on somebody else to do it so they can do it. If you if you lift a hand up, hey, try to lift the both of them up. And this just ain't at church, y'all. This is at home. At your job. Whatever it is you whatever it is you do each and every day. Throughout the day. Worshiping him by studying his word more. If you hey, you you study for 15, 20 minutes a night, go five more. What's five more minutes? Be wanting to get more involved with your with your church and too nervous, hey. Step on out there. 
Because I guarantee you there's probably somebody watching you. And once they see you step up, they're going to say, hey, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it. I'm telling you, it'll bring bring so much joy. I promise you. So, my friends, thank you so much. That's all I have for tonight. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Salvation Ministries with Anthony Labert. I just pray, Lord, I pray that, uh, and I ask that you would uh, keep this ministry in your prayers. I hope you all have a wonderful and safe, blessed day today and the next day. And before we go, I want to say a quick prayer real quick. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all of our many blessings. We thank you for guiding, directing, reaching every step. We thank you, for, Father, for just holding our hands, Father, and guiding us. And Lord, we just pray, Lord, that all of us... Crack pots, Father. You'll just continue to use us, Lord, no matter how dirty we are and cracked we are. I pray that you'll just continue to use us and help water those lost souls, Father, on the way to our destination. 